Hello, my lovely hummingbirds, and welcome back to another episode of Makeup and Motivation here on mm, Pop Culture. How's it going, everyone? <laughs> With all your lovely host, Monroe. <laughs> I always just flip-flop those two, I swear. But... Hi, my lovely hummingbirds. I hope you had a gorgeous Labor Day weekend. I hope you spent time with your friends, with family, with loved ones, self-care, whatever it is that you needed to do to get happy, be happy, enjoy the sunshine. I look so tired and I need caffeine. <laughs> On today's episode, we are going to be discussing... So, last week's episode, <laughs> I know it was at the end of the week, but last week's episode, we discussed being the villain in somebody else's story, and one of those things that I spoke about was, like, forgiveness and all that, right? For this episode, we're gonna touch a little bit more on the, I guess, the radical acceptance aspect if you're new to pop culture and makeup and motivation my lovely hummingbirds hi welcome you are part of the glittering <laughs> how's it going on makeup and motivation i do cover all what's going on in news for media and you know celebs and <laughs> around the world and all that stuff but also i touch upon like mental health, spirituality, uh, and just the journey of self-love and self-healing. So, welcome. Uh, and we do, like, I think, pretty cool makeup looks. <laughs> and if anything, they are mostly sparkly. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ashamed of it. I love my glitter. But, yeah, so for today's topic, it's going to be all about you know, the, the fight of radical acceptance. <laughs> but before we get started, I would appreciate it if we could all have a moment of silence for everyone that we have lost in the previous week in media and artistry and entertainment. So please join me now for this moment of silence. Thank you all for joining me in the moment of silence. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, let's get started with the makeup look. Today's is not cosplay inspired. It's just a pretty makeup look that I did off the colors of a dress that I was wearing <laughs> from the flowers on it. Okay, that's it. Enjoy. <laughs> Hi, my lovely hummingbirds. What do we think about the makeup look? I know I'm in a completely different outfit life <laughs> life is life in and my ability to confidently post these episodes on monday <laughs> is worse than it was before does this mean i'm just not supposed to wear commende's universe <laughs> it'd be nice to have a long long weekend four day work week i know a lot of places were pitching it and let's see if it becomes a thing anytime soon but to kick us off uh, <laughs> 
So I did have to make an update on last week's episode where I accidentally forgot to post the link for the voting for the Chicago Music Awards. The link is up on the episode now. It would also it will also be on today's episode. So if you are so inclined to cast your votes, uh, go ahead and do so. There's still time. Um, but yeah, hi, my lovely hummingbirds. As I mentioned, I hope you all had an incredible Labor Day weekend. I hope it was amazing. You got the rest that you needed. You got the time to do the things that you needed to do. You got time to spend, you know, some moments with loved ones if you are so, if you were so inclined to do so. And I hope you had a dope ass time barbecuing if you did. Or partaking in any of the weekend activities if you're here in Chicago as far as North Coast Music Festival and ARC Music Festival. Now, for today's news, let's get all the Car Jenner stuff out of the way up front because <laughs> it just feels a little bit easier that way. So, as far as Kylie and Timothée Chalamet, <laughs> y'all, I cannot, I'm literally about to cry right now in just what is happening in 2023. If we thought anything from the past three years was absolutely <laughs> insane as far as stars and celebs goes, who Kylie and Kendall are dating this time around, I'm honestly <laughs> shook because just, just what? <laughs> but... Can I say Kylie and, and Timothée made it official? Yes and no, because they haven't officially said anything per se, but Paps did take a picture of them, or er, video of them, at Beyonce's concert that they were in attendance to, and I have one question. Timmy, why are your eyes open? <laughs> Man's looked like he was like, I'm enjoying this kiss, but also I can't miss the show. <laughs> and while they did have various moments of PDA and embracing, is it another PR stunt? What do they possibly converse about, considering the differences in ideologies that each one seems to portray? Are they both Nebo babies? Yeah, but... <laughs> okay, so here's my whole thing. As far as Kylie and Timothée and Kendall and Benito. Now, because of Benito's... <laughs> Not me getting excited. <laughs> because of Benito's mommy, be careful. In the video, which was so cute. Like, <laughs> ooh. And people on TikTok going like, oh my god. To their boyfriends hey say mommy be careful <laughs> like you love me <laughs> i can't priceless and is it pushing me a little bit more onto the kendall benito train sure but here's my thing about kylie and kendall right they are relatively young while kylie is a mom now right to two gorgeous beautiful children well one of the things that people were saying <laughs> comments of like them making out they were like not her making out with Timmy during <laughs> Ooh, during Travis's song that he has with Beyonce 
but I think, and, and this is just my personal opinion, I have no proof whatsoever over this, and this is not a dig at the Kardashians or anything like that, <laughs> so Chris Jenner do not come for me, but because of the level of fame that this family in itself has, and the fact that, like, their relationships are always very scrutinized, very at the forefront of everything. And yes, I know they have reality TV and they've kind of done it to themselves, of course. Grizz Jenner is a genius when she made this empire for all these women. And I think that, like, to some degree, because of all of the chaos and media and farandula and all the gossip that they have faced over the years especially when it comes to their relationships chris was kind of over it and i'm not saying she's forcing her daughters to be in these relationships but i i feel like they are kind of just dating around especially since they did both recently exit very serious long-term relationships are they rebounds? I can't say that because that would be cruel. But especially with how much Benito seems to care. But I think that they are kind of just figuring it out. If that makes sense. Are we going to see Benito make it for the long run to the altar? I don't know. Timote, I don't know. But I think that the girls are just dating and this is a way for it to not seem as dating around if, if you get what I'm saying. Anyway in other Kurt Jenner news Kim is part of American Horror Stories newest season which is called Delicate that will be featuring on FX and you know being streamed on Hulu but there's been a lot of controversy around the show itself because of the WGA strike that is still happening. And one of those controversies is that pretty much everyone of the main cast, including Emma, Kim, and Kara, uh, have all crossed the picket line. Although they were asked, they were informed that they could join the strike during their lunch breaks. It doesn't seem that anybody has done so. Uh, the picket line has been outside of these studios in the East Coast, and they're still trying to take down the production in order to support members of the strike team. The council have stated that, like, these are people with really big names and really big influence, and if they were to support the strike, it would be, you know, huge for the cause. There's been a whole lot of issues. The strike is reaching its 10th week. With that being said, what the fuck? <laughs> How is it 10 weeks that we cannot reach to a proper agreement to pay people? Uh, I think I did mention last week with Rachel Ziegler how Snow White had gotten shelved. Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> checking my mental notes there <laughs> but yeah so that, that's it for the car jenner news as of right now uh in other well this is not car jenner news this is more like scooter braun news a few weeks back he lost ariana grande demi lovato and dina menzel in like quick su succession in the same week 
people have speculations that this is not just because of Taylor's version of her albums and her music coming out, but also because there is a potential scandal that is going to be revealed in regards to Scooter Braun, and a lot of the artists are trying to remove themselves from, uh, you know, having their names tied to him in any way, especially contracts. Maybe. <laughs> It's quite possible. I mean, you know, their PR teams find out about a lot of stuff that we don't. In other music-related news. So, along with North Coast and Arc being music festivals that happen here in Chicago, a music festival that is quite iconic and is mentioned in a lot of artistry even. Honestly, during... So, and the reason I'm saying that, because in (laughs) Where She Goes by Bad Buddy... (laughs) We're going to dive into the Garchanders right quick. There was a point in the video where he's like burning in the desert. And the first thing that I thought, I was like, that's about Burning Man. Are they going to be at Burning Man? But obviously, I don't know. I don't think they were. Especially because of the heavy weather that affected the festival. So Burning Man is a seven-day music festival that has like... The big thing is they burn a giant wooden totem. I guess you could say. Uh, The purpose of the festival, or like the ethos, the philosophy of it is like surviving off of your own like skills and wills and I was looking at it and I'm like, (laughs) I don't know if I can do that. (laughs) I would love to be in attendance someday, but even on like the festival's website, they do say like it, it is not, you have to bring so much with you especially like if you're going to camp out you know you have to make sure you have all the right clothes all the possibilities for flooding for all these things i was looking at it and i was like "Mm, yes i am a spoiled baby in the city because (laughs) i could not oh my god and it was really pretty though not really pretty it was really sweet seeing how everyone that had been in attendance and had gotten stuck in the storms was saying like everyone was not just helping themselves because of the whole self-reliance ethos behind the festival but they were helping each other and it was a beautiful sense of community it was just messed up that like they got three days of rain in <laughs> a matter of hours another thing that was happening so there were protesters trying to impede people from arriving into the festival grounds uh, tribal police basically took them down literally with their cars <laughs> um and a lot of people were saying like yo what the fuck right but tribal police does not abide by regular nevada law (laughs) first secondly one of the things that i was reading in like a lot of comments from articles that were revolving around this was people stating if you're going to protest over climate change instead of simply just protesting over a festival where everybody the whole ethos is like everybody takes care of themselves like i get the whole it could have been a mindset of because of the giant burning man that gets lit on fire and the emissions and the fumes and all that but they were saying you know maybe your time is a little better spent in and around the offices and the homes and the spaces where the people that <laughs> can physically do some sort of change around climate change and not completely against those comments i think that 
their time would have been better spent. I mean, and regardless, I thought it was kind of funny when I, not haha funny, because messed up for everybody that got stranded, but after that happened, that like the climate protesters were taken away from, from making a, <laughs> a traffic jam into festival grounds, but also how like the thunderstorm just poured and I'm like was that mother nature telling y'all not to do burning man this year and then I cackled <laughs> I saw the story with protesters and I was like <laughs> one of those protesters was like watch these <laughs> they were probably like you know what okay you want to take us down and stop our protesting here's some fucking thunderstorms I don't know I'm not saying that they did magic but <laughs> it just felt very ironic at that point I hope everyone did enjoy Burning Man that was in attendance. I hope everyone got home safely uh, from what I was seeing. Uh, there was this one thing, can't remember where I read it. It said there was like 70,000 people, which I'm like, how? How many people go to this thing? That is insane. Like I said, one day I'd like to be in attendance. I just uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. Uh... And I just thought it, I just remembered this one conspiracy thing, but not the point right now. In sports news, congratulations to Simone Biles for her eighth win in the U.S. championships. She is an incredible gymnast, an incredible young woman, and my absolute applause to her for that. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I had on that. <laughs> in Chicago news, so... <laughs> good old Chicago. We got a lot going on in the city. Besides, you know, the ending of music festivals. <laughs> Besides the ending of the summer season and the last of the music festivals for <laughs> summer, at least. We've had quite an onset of issues and crime going in and around the city. One of those being robberies. And I just, I don't, I think it's a little fucked up. So there were some reporters around Milwaukee, this not, <laughs> not the city, the street here in Chicago, uh, on North Milwaukee. And it was, uh, if you've wondered when, <laughs> when they do the reports for news and all that, why it seems like there's no one in the streets because they do them super early in the morning or super late at night in order to be able to get like a clear sound and all that stuff, right? But that aside, they were in the middle, I think, of reporting and people pulled up and basically stole all of their shit. That's fucked up. That's fucked up and like, I think the city as a whole right now is facing a lot of pressures in regards not just to the crime that's happening around the city, but also housing situations, disparities in the neighborhoods and income, all of that, because right now in Chicago, since we are an asylum city, we've had a huge influx of migrants come to the city, and one of the struggles uh, that I've been reading across various articles was that there's there's a teeter-totter really when it comes to public opinion around 
the individuals that have come here from other countries because right now we have such a huge and heavy influx that a lot of the migrants are being housed or held in cpd districts in the precincts not like arrested or anything but just kept there during the extreme heat that we've faced and it's been there have been a lot of people that have stated how it's not right that that's a thing that's happening because when other individuals that have worked for homeless shelters or in assisting the homeless that already exist here in the city of Chicago, they have been turned down on countless of times during very cold seasons to help. And there, and a lot of what I've been reading is, while yes, you know, we should be helping other people, does Chicago really have the space in order to help such a huge influx? And while the mayor had stated that he had been in communication with a lot of suburbs for housing and all of that of the migrant individuals, a lot of the suburbs were kind of like, okay, but this is going to be on you. And basically <laughs> being like, they're going to need shuttles and transport to the city of Chicago. What a lot of people are facing in the negative sentiment is like Chicago can barely provide for the people that already live in the city. Plus, the housing is already trash. The financial socioeconomic situation here is already trash. Benefits can are so scarce as is. And I don't know. I think... I think Chicago is like, cause like, okay, so I am a child of immigrant parents. Okay. So <laughs> I am first generation here in Chicago. I can only imagine what these people are fleeing from, from their homes and, and what that struggle is remotely even like while i think it is our responsibility as humans to fend and care for each other as we are capable to and and help in some way i feel like i don't know if chicago thought this all the way through when it comes to the people that are in charge i think that it really is a matter of like we bit off more than we can chew and i really hope that this all of this does not create like a a breaking point for the city because we already had so many issues at hand that were not being dealt with um as for everyone that is new to the city and you know going every day and, and and struggling and finding what they can to survive my heart goes out to you i hope that you find the help and the resources that you need to everyone that was already in the city and struggling i hope that same you find the resources and the help that you need but i don't know my lovely hummingbirds what is your stance on this i know it is pretty I guess delicate
topic of conversation when it comes to that because of like just the state of everything but let me know what you think to all my audio only listeners go ahead and answer the question and the poll in spotify but that aside so on a little more kind of lighthearted news and a uh, chicago <laughs> so someone went and put a this is a nude beach but on this point at loyola beach in rogers park and <laughs> the comments that I was reading under all the articles, people were like, who's freak body kid? <laughs> when I hadn't posted that. Now, was this much to the upsetting of Alderman Maria Haddon? Probably. She was probably like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Because <laughs> if I saw it, I probably would have been like, y'all are fucking joking. <laughs> No. Who did this? Why? Uh, All that was released from the office of Maria Haddon was that the sign would be removed and that it was not an official Chicago Park District sign. Good old Chicago. We got music. We got chaos. We have socioeconomic disparities and random shit that happens (laughs) all damn time. In other Chicago news, sort of, but not really, because I'm pretty sure they don't live here anymore. (laughs) So Marcus Jordan, who is Michael Jordan's son, is engaged to none other than Larsa Pippen. (laughs) Sorry, I'm fucking laughing. What? So... Larsa Pippen is the ex-wife of Scottie Pippen, who was Michael Jordan's teammate and rumored rival and enemy within the same team for the Chicago Bulls. There was an incident that happened, because I think Michael's vacationing right now with his wife. Don't remember where, but (laughs) I know he's on vacation. And Paparazzi asked him, you know, if he was in agreement with his son's relationship. He just shook his head and said no. Marcus did say that. You know, his dad had texted him immediately afterwards and was like, hey, you know, I was drinking. They just said it. It's like, don't take it personally. It was more of like a haha no versus a flat out no, I don't. You know, all jokes (laughs) hold a little bit of truth to them. Now, Marcus did go out and say that he does not require his father's approval in his personal dating life. She is, like, 17 years older than him. I think. Pretty sure. Because he's, like, 32 and she's, like, 49. She better feel... Hmm. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> she 49. I'm curious. Okay. As to how exactly, like, how did they meet? <laughs> I mean, I know love can be found in the strangest of places, but I don't know how I feel about that 17-year age gap. 
Especially, I don't know if you guys saw, I don't think I mentioned it here yet in pop culture, uh, but Aaron Taylor Johnson went out and actually spoke about his relationship for one of the first times ever because him and Sam kind of keep it very tight-lipped. I know earlier this year he faced a lot of <laughs> chaos where he had to double down on his relationship because of the allegations that he was cheating with Joey King when they had filmed Bullet Train. Now he's come out forward and said like you know focus is his kids and his family and all this stuff that's also a relationship i, I can't fully get behind like the di i will say the difference between larsa and marcus is like marcus is in his 30s while they have gotten together on Aaron Taylor Johnson and Sam, he was barely 18. <laughs> These age gaps, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm not gonna talk so much shit because God forbid. <laughs> I end up marrying like a 40 something year old man, and y'all gonna be like, what were you saying about age gaps, Monroe? What about now? I'll be like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. No, but <laughs> oh my horrible joking aside, because what the fuck is that? In other Chicago news, C2E2 tickets are officially on sale for 2024. That is correct. Yes, they are on sale already. Get your tickets, my lovely hummingbirds, before the room block goes up. <laughs> Get them before it goes up, because that room block goes out so fucking fast. <laughs> and if you've ever been in the queue and gotten immediately disappointed, you know. Like I said, get them now. Now, the tickets do range at $99 plus taxes for the full three-day weekend, all the way to... At least the one VIP that I was looking at. <laughs> it was a VIP celeb package, and that one is running at $300 for the full weekend. Plus <laughs> taxes, and I know you're like, Monroe, are you seriously going to drop 300 bucks on C2E2? Look, it comes with perks, so the VIP ticket does have its perks. I'm not going to lie to you, 300 right now but uh it has the vip lounge you get reserved seating at the main stage you get three meet and greets with three different celebs now the downside to that and i don't want to say it's a downside hopefully not hopefully if you do get the vip package you look out and you get the celebs that you want to do a meet and greet with but it's up to C2E2 along with the comic VIP package. <laughs> it is up to them who those three celebs are going to be. Let me know if you guys are going to be in attendance, if you're going to like it. The reason that I also like the like VIP package is because you get early admittance to the room blocks. So <laughs> if you guys can show, you don't get an extra discount though, but you get early access to those room blocks. So if you guys are interested, definitely go ahead and get your tickets now. 
before they run out, before our rooms run out, prepare. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this C2E2 is going to be a big one, y'all. Don't know why. I feel it in my bones. Anyway, for uh, all my <laughs> Shein and fast fashion fans out there, my lovely hummingbirds, Shein and Forever 21 are in partnership or will be soon or are working on that. Basically, what this means is Forever 21 has faced a lot of issues with like holding on <laughs> stateside uh, as far as like finances and really keeping on with like what first made it really popular, especially because of companies like Fashion Nova, like Shein, that have come forward and given really cheap prices on clothing. Shein has faced its own backlash when it comes to working condition allegations plus fabrics of the clothing that they used and facing issues with like their image. Are they both trying to rescue one another? I guess yeah that's the point of the partnership right? <laughs> Mutual benefit. But a lot of the concerns that have come up from this is while it might be very good in the sense that it might actually improve working conditions from the allegations that Shein has faced, it's also going to bring an upcharge to all of the clothing that is sold. So while Forever 21 might be seeing this as like a hurrah, we did it kind of moment, a lot of consumers are not as sure because it is like sure you're gonna get a dress for like i don't know four dollars on shein but once forever 21 buys it is it going to go to the 21 dollars and up <laughs> and one of the things that has been very enticing for a lot of individuals that cannot afford regularly priced clothing at stores such as forever 21 shein was kind of like a holy girl though it does have its negative impacts as well <laughs> as well as negative impacts to the carbon footprint but <laughs> yeah what are your thoughts on that are you guys going to keep purchasing at Shein do you not like Shein are you like Monroe fuck fast fashion <laughs> tell me your thoughts and opinions I would love to see it I would like to know what you guys think about this merger uh as well as yeah just, just let me know what y'all think. I'm curious. Uh, speaking of curiosities, if you guys saw Bimo the Prince's TikTok on InSync potentially having a reunion, <laughs> and you were up in arms going, oh my god, yes please, like I was, they're kind of having a reunion. <laughs> Not the one we're hoping for, but it's a reunion of sorts. So, Justin Timberlake is part of the Trolls universe, along with Anna Kendrick. Uh, he plays Branch. Pretty sure that's his name. <laughs> he plays Branch. Pretty sure it's not Twig. <laughs> Pretty sure it's Branch. <laughs> If I'm wrong, it's on here. Uh, 
<laughs> my niece never you're gonna roast me if I don't know that but Anna Kendrick plays Poppy I know that uh anyway they are reuniting for the movie for a song for the movie so it's like a reunion that you can take the kids to um, <laughs> trolls banded together they're reuniting for the soundtrack for the movie so i don't know i'm so pretty excited i like the trolls movies is that the auntie and me talking maybe but they're fun they're cute they're colorful i love it in other music related news sort of so i did mention last week that i was going to talk about paint the town red if you guys haven't watched it yet and you feel so inclined to do so cool if you're like absolutely not mineral that is fucking devil work then don't watch it <laughs> you don't have to watch it doja did face a little bit of controversy and like backlash for it because they were saying people on the internet we're saying, you know, you're pushing the satanic agenda, you're pushing devil work, why are you doing this, this is so demonic, it's so this, it's so that. So, just a brief conversation, right? Well, I cannot speak <laughs> to this woman's religious beliefs in any way, shape, or form, or spiritual belief system. Does the video look very explicitly dark? Yes. Does it have very what can be deemed demonic and satanic imagery? Also, yes. <laughs> Does it still, though, give me very bitch, I'm a cow vibes with a darker twist? Yes, it does. A lot of people were saying, you know, that like she has changed her style significantly. She had an Illuminati themed party. She she did Eyes Wide Shut as her theme. Uh, <laughs> that's that's what she did. You know that one Stanley Kubrick movie? Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, to all my Illuminati conspiracists out there that have seen it, that have done so much on it, I love that movie. I might do a, a rate it on here at some point for that movie we are in spooky season so why not um <laughs> and it has been referenced across media so many times so you know i'm thinking about it but that aside <laughs> my little <laughs> tangent aside <sighs> so one of the very first lines of the song is <laughs> Bitch, I said what I said. I'd rather be famous instead. Like, I think this was a response to just, like, because Doja is an artist that gets as much praise as she gets. She gets a lot of flack for the shit she does. Equally, if not more, at times it can seem. And her putting all of the images that she did... I feel was like a very solid response to it i watched the video i listened to the song i'm not gonna lie it is pretty fucking catchy <laughs> i was like <laughs> uh, protege me dios mio but the song is about uh <laughs> oh god but it's one of those things where like all of the imagery shows her in a very like dark like Everyone always says, like, oh, I'm sorry, that was the demons, right? When we talk about, like, <laughs> so, like, an intrusive thought or something that is, like, on the darker spectrum of things versus our usual personalities that we portray in life. 
or if we have like a very depressive episode we're like oh, those are demons right i think she was to some degree embodying that now this is not like this is just my opinion from seeing the video and listening to the song i think she was very she did a, a good <laughs> if her goal with the song was to respond to all the haters that were talking shit on her she did it she really did and it gave me the same bitch i'm a cow vibes i don't oh so long ago i don't remember the like reason why she did it but she's known to be a troll i think this is her dark era i think a lot of artists and creatives go through a dark period where they just employ darker imagery into their work now when it comes to hollywood and music and artistry <laughs> the Illuminati always gets name dropped. Uh, it, it was Beyonce. Yeah, and when her song, she's like, y'all sound so goofy talking about all that Illuminati mess or that's not verbatim. But <laughs> it's one of those things where like everyone that is in a space of power or rises to fame quickly, especially because of the imagery and symbolism that is associated with the illuminati they it gets very easy to label them as such and i feel like a lot of conspiracy theorists do believe that pretty much all of hollywood is bought and sold we might get into that at some point but <laughs> obviously i think if she was just like addressing the haters she did a damn fine job at trolling them very very well i really do i am curious to see where she is going to take this route of imagery like is her music style going to remain somewhat the same or is she going to like are, are is this going to be doja cats like veering into rock music of some form or like more aggressive elements to her music i don't know we shall see but in this is not <laughs> Luminati related news, but it is government related news, kind of. So the Pentagon is launching a website or did launch one. They announced it last week, Thursday. <laughs> to all my UFO lovers out there, I'm still like, what is what is 2023? <laughs> we thought we were we were working side quests during covid <laughs> this is the side quest here <laughs> this is the what is happening so the pentagon has launched a website and it is going to be managed by the their fairly new department was what usa today said their fairly new department called their aerial anomaly resolution office the aaro and they're basically gonna have like declassified videos and photos uh <laughs> that are fit for the public that like people can go and see what are y'all hiding <laughs> i'm sorry but in every everything ever <laughs> when they throw us a bone <laughs> because this hand is back here i i just i can't it just feels like there's something behind it and i don't know if that is just my little conspiracy brain working at the wheels but i'm like 
Is it because we're reaching new stuff on the moon? New to the public, at least. Is it because... <laughs> There's going to be more findings that are harsher and we're trying to just like ease people into it. Like, look, it's real. And everyone that already believed is like, yeah, we know. <laughs> but why are you showing us? <laughs> I, I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I, I think uh, it's being done <laughs> with other reasons. <laughs> I love how Bella's like, tee <laughs> Mm. But that is my random news for the day. Uh, and for today's episode, as I mentioned in the introduction, today's topic of conversation is radical acceptance. Woo! <laughs> what is radical acceptance by lovely hummingbirds? Well, according to hopeway.org, radical acceptance is... A distress tolerance skill that is designed to keep pain from turning into suffering, according to Hopeway.org. Radical acceptance is a skill that is taught in DBT. DBT is dialectical behavior therapy. So, what is radical acceptance and why is this important to the journey of self-love and self-healing and all that good shit? Because... <laughs> In the world of manifestation, we thrive in the Delulu. <laughs> May all your Delulu become Trululu, but with radical acceptance. So one of my favorite examples of it is stated in regards to chronic pain, and it is from VeryWellMind.com. And basically, radical acceptance states like, the example that they use for chronic pain is even if life is filled with pain, it can still be a good life worth living. And the whole point of radical acceptance is to take the reality, that moment that you're experiencing, this negative emotion, look at the moment for what it is, accept the emotions that you are feeling due to that moment and then going okay i feel this right now why am i feeling this because of the situation breaking it down allowing yourself to feel it having patience with yourself through these negative emotions and giving yourself the time to actually process it so that it stays within that moment so that you like i love radical acceptance because it is a very like <laughs> it prohibits the escapism <laughs> but it really allows you to remain present in the here and now and know that your current situation does not dictate any and all future situations and it does not dictate how you must experience life completely forever like it it, it also kind of prohibits you from catastrophizing if that makes sense so like for example this might be a horrible example, but say you're walking down the street and you bust your shit, you trip, you scrape your knee, and you had to go and like, I don't know, run a marathon or something. 
<laughs> this is all a horrible example. But say that that's the thing, right? You have to go run a marathon. So now your knee's busted, you got a scrape, you're not going to be able to run the marathon. Instead, you get put on like, I don't know, water duty. And they're like, well, you know, you can still help and blah, blah, blah. And you can like cheer on everybody else and all this stuff. Radical acceptance is like in that moment being like, shit, I fell. First off. Secondly, ow, I hurt my knee because I scraped it. I can fix this by like putting ointment on it, cleaning the wound, whatever. And while I will no longer be able to run in the marathon, I can still do this to be of support. Now, if you feel like, for example, I cannot be there whatsoever because of my attitude towards this, you need to like then break down why it is that you're feeling so negatively impacted by this. Radical acceptance to me feels very like... To me, in as far as like DBT goes, it feels very like everything happens for a reason vibes <laughs> in like the spiritual sense of it. So in spirituality, it, they're very like in life, everything that happens happens for a reason. I feel like radical acceptance would be the equivalent to that. Has it helped me? <laughs> Bet your sweet butts it has. <laughs> yes it has especially when it comes to chronic pain for a really long time and then <laughs> this is semi cafecito conversacion which will be returning very soon it's been rough y'all <laughs> i'm not gonna lie to you and i'm gonna try and not cry because my contacts are already fogging up and i got a couple more things to record while i have time but when it comes to pain <laughs> been top tier when it comes to emotional and mental distress it's been top tier as of late because of my current conditions and living situation and all this shit in life for the past two years it's great <laughs> i'm fine <laughs> but one of the things that like once i started diving more into radical acceptance after my trauma program i started realizing where like I unknowingly was doing this, especially when it came, sorry, I'd gotten a notification about something and <laughs> I had to snip it there because that looked real crazy. <laughs> so I turned into the, <laughs> I really have to get good about silencing my notifications while I'm recording. Anyway, mental note. I unknowingly was doing radical acceptance when it came to pain. Now, because of all of my other issues, I was not doing it healthily. <laughs> I was not doing it in a healthy way because I was still like, not undermining, but definitely not paying attention to my physical limitations and acknowledging like there are some things I just can't actually do because of my endo. But one of the things that I always did, I, I would say like, you know, I'm still going to go to this because even if I have this condition, like that's not going to stop me from living my life. I never want it to prevent me from living what I deem to be a full life. And when I started digging more into it, I started realizing, you know, how easy it was for me to fall into a negative mindset. 
and what radical acceptance does is not so much so deny the negative emotion or the negative mindset it's accepting that it exists that the that it's there that something bad happened but it doesn't mean that it has to like it's it's kind of the thought of like don't let one bad thing ruin your entire day just let it be the one thing where you experience it you feel it you heal it and you keep on having the good day that you plan to have because the more that we linger onto like negative moments negative emotions negative aspects and we keep on building and building and building and building and building and building it's gonna get so far to the point where like i think i, I don't remember what upset i mentioned it but i was like it'll be like a fucking just huh that was in a tarot reading that i did on tiktok interesting was it i don't know where i said it but anyway it's only going to build so far up before it comes tumbling down one of the examples that they used in the trauma program that i was at was the analogy of like the beach ball and how if you push and push and push a beach ball down in water once you let go that bitch is zooming back up right and with radical acceptance it's it's essentially the act of that of acknowledging that moment for that moment like i said it really helps with escapism in the journey of self-love and self-healing when it feels like you have so much bad shit happening at once it is very easy to want to nope out to be like you know what no i'm not feeling this no i'm not but instead of just saying no to the emotion and the situation at hand it goes even further and is you know what i was right <laughs> and then the negative confirmation bias kicks in and you're like i'm not good at this i suck at this this is never going to succeed because of this i was stupid for always thinking that i could do anything and like it you start very much into catastrophizing I think that radical acceptance is very beneficial because it helps offer yourself a kindness. It helps admit, at least for me when it comes to chronic pain, like, hey, we're in pain right now. <laughs> we should probably look into that. But how can I maneuver myself around it so that, one, I'm acknowledging the situation, but also keep doing what I need to do? I think practicing radical acceptance is very beneficial, especially when it comes to manifesting because, hello, because as I said, in order to thrive in our manifestations, we must thrive in the Dalulu. And I think radical acceptance is a good way of grounding. It's a good way to set those initial foundational steps of like, what is it that I even really want, right? Because of that I need to look at my current reality aspect of it. So with radical acceptance, like say you're like, I want to make a million dollars or a billion dollars. And then it's like taking that feeling that you're having, if that's what you want to do. And it's like, okay, 
why do I want to do that? Why is that a big goal for me or the end goal for me? Where does that come from emotionally? Okay, is it coming from an, a sense of a need of security? Is it coming, where, where does it stem from? Then being like, okay, that's where I want to go. Where am I right now? And then you look at, okay, well, here's my actual budget. Here's where I'm spending. Here's where I'm not spending. Here's where I'm investing in myself. Here's where I'm pulling back. Why for each one? And then being like, okay, now what steps can I take towards that? So before you dive into the Delulu, be like, all right, what am I actually doing, though, to be able to take decisive action with the universe to co-create that reality and really break it down uh, but my lovely hummingbirds yeah that's it <laughs> that's all that i have for you for today as far as radical acceptance and everything going on in today in the news in media and celebs and artistry and all that let me know if you guys do practice radical acceptance. Let me know if it works. Let me know, you know, how you're using it. Uh, if you have used it before and it's helped you, especially with like negative emotions and really processing them so that it like, so that one bad thing doesn't ruin the entirety of your day. Um, but yeah, that's it for me, for you, for today. I love you all so much. As always, les mando mucha paz, muchos besos. Y les recuerdo que miren hacia la luna. Sending you much peace, many kisses. And reminding you to always look up the moon. I love you all so much. Thank you for bearing with me during these uh, uncertain ass times that I got going on right now. I really appreciate it. And uh, I will catch y'all on the next one. Have a good one. Bye.